Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! I'm Griffin. I'm Steve, and I'm Bones. And this is Kill to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. And I don't know when the heck you're listening to this. You could do it anytime you please. That's kind of our motto. But for us right now, it's summertime, and we're in the heat of it. And Griffin saw, I got sunburned. Yeah, you did get a big sunburn right along your neck. Yeah. You want to know why? Because I went to the barbershop, and I got less hair than I came in with. And then all of a sudden, that skin was exposed. I hate when I leave with more. <laughs> yeah. So a bag of it. <laughs> I, I, sometimes, because, uh, now you know this about me. Sometimes I'll close my eyes uh, when mm-hmm. I get a haircut because, because I find it, uh, it very, mm-hmm. I, I get very anxious conversing with the barber. Yeah. Uh, and so sometimes I'll open my eyes and I'll catch him like mid-act just dropping yeah. little sprinkles of hair sprinkle. from the ground onto yeah. my head. Well, they're trying to get rid of that stuff. That stuff's hard to move. Yeah. It's imp- almost impossible. So um, I get that. I, Too small. I, I sympathize with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going to move that to? Too small. You're going to try and pick up thin little pieces of hair off the ground at the end it's of the so day? It's so tough. Uh, anyways, yeah, you got a haircut and uh, right along that new fresh skin, uh, it was quite yeah. a bit burnt as it wasn't used to the sun. Yeah, so what we're talking about is we're talking about healing tips for a sunburn. We've got them. You are making a scrunchy face like you hate that suggestion. No, 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 no. This is tips on how to peel off your dead skin. No, no, I said healing. Oh, I think you said peel. <laughs> Does my scrunchy face make more that sense? That makes more sense, yeah. I'm not uh, Austin Powers' gold member. Yeah. He's going to give you peeling tips for your skin. And of course, sorry, I did know it was healing because we prepare these tips weeks in advance. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tip number one, aloe. Yeah. Uh, aloe, mate. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's why they call it that. You're going to want a friendly greeting with a friend, uh, yes. and then hopefully they won't notice the burn. I'm yeah. not so concerned with the healing aspect as I am the aesthetics of my newly bad skin. But here's the thing. That's a healing in a way because that's a healing your relationships. Coming in pot with a positive attitude. Yeah. Leaving everybody a little better than normally, they came into that conversation. Normally I start my conversations with a goodbye, chap. Uh, that, was, that was my best attempt there. That was good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Which, of course, uh, leads to my tip, which is back out of every room so nobody can see it. When you say goodbye, chap, and you're moving and you have a neck burn... Just always be backing up, and that way no one will ever see it. Yeah, and and hope that no one is behind you. Well, make sure, and then just always be backing up. How are you making sure? Are you turning your head? Because then that person's going to see the sun. Listen up. Listen up. That's my best advice. Oh, uh, you weren't, were you talking to me? No, yeah, listen up. Shut up. No, it, you, if you... If you can't hear someone that's behind you, then you're not listening up. 
you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, my advice, number three, and Steve, don't scrunch your face, but it's peel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the region? Yeah. You're going to want to go to peel region. I'm sure. Does, well, actually, I'm not sure. Actually, I don't think it does. Does peel region touch part of a lake? Probably not. I know. Here's what I know about peel region. Okay. They have their own police service. And you know what else I know? We got our vaccines there. Were we Remember in I thought we were. <laughs> I don't know where we were. <laughs> it was some guy's garage. Yeah, it was that food truck, right? <laughs> he had it parked um, in his garage. He was a nice guy, though. So that's why uh, that is my advice, is Peel Region. Yeah. Go to this mm-hmm. guy's house. He said, no, no, this will take care of everything. When he gave yeah. us those shots, um, yeah. it wasn't just COVID. He said, sunburn, take this shot. Mm-hmm. And he'd pour it into a little shot glass and you'd pour it back and he said you were set. Yeah, which uh you know what? Since then I haven't got one. So he's maybe he's right. And this leads to uh, my final tip, which is uh burn it yourself and burn it quick. Um that means as soon like as the weather starts the sunburn? As soon as the weather starts to get nice out there, just give your neck a nice burn and then that way the skin can't be burned twice. That's a yeah. simple law of science. So your yeah your healing tip for having a sunburn is get a sunburn. Doesn't need to be from the sun, dude. You suck. <laughs> yes, get um. Great burn. I hear yes. it all the time. Yeah. Uh, what's that guy's name? Jeff Ross. <laughs> get him. <laughs> He's got that. I thought you were, thought you were trying to remember ball. the name of the guy in the food truck. <laughs> yeah, who was that guy from the food truck? Reminiscing about a fictional man what's our final tip have fun you have to we have so much steam life is short have fun have fun man (laughs) i would say a record low number of these applied to the setup and that's how the show goes steve we've just had a long weekend together listeners can hear a special little crackle in my voice for this episode uh yeah you sang, you shouted, you felt it. Yeah. I don't you probably sang something. You probably sang something at some point. I had you? to have. I've got a gorgeous voice. <laughs> You'd love to show it off <laughs> Steve, before you do a big cannonball in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of having a ton of steam, would you like to solve a murder? Mm-hmm. The victims. The staff at a small airport. Today's guest, Dick Mingus. Bush plane pilot who found the corpses upon landing. Dick, hello. Hi, Griffin. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I guess thanks for being here. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, is there a special title we need to to give you as pilot? Like, I don't know, yes, sir. sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, well, captain. Captain. You know, I'm, the, oh, okay. I'm the captain of my bush plane. Like, it doesn't matter the size of the plane. If you're if you're flying a plane, you're the captain. Right. Do you do you, right? do you do little announcements? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I take my uh, I take my trusty uh, my trusty pot cake uh, with me. Um, pot cake is a is a type of dog. It's like an um, edible. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't enjoy. I, I enjoy edibles all the time. As soon as I get off work, but you can trust that Dick Mingus is a clean. And right. sober pilot. Right. You're right. not like Denzel Washington in that flight. 
Oh yeah. man. Now listen, was there a, that, was there a, backlash that was a highly realistic that? film, by the way. Uh, the backlash from that film, that changed the industry. Yeah. Changed I the industry. I can only imagine. You're not allowed to fly upside down anymore? <laughs> exactly. Not allowed to fly uh, drunk anymore? Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to have a stewardess anymore in case I was high on speedballs <laughs> and flying up <laughs> upside down. So, you, so you'll indulge, but not when you're about to go up in the air. Oh, baby, as soon as I land, I'm popping a speedball in my mouth. <laughs> For listeners who don't know, what's a speedball? Well, I, in layman's terms, it's a ball of speed. Um, okay. Right, so it's not just like a pill of speed. It's many, many pills of speed. <laughs> Is it yeah, like a yeah. rubber band ball? It's like mashed together? <laughs> it's uh, it's wet. You wet the pills and you wad them up into a ball. <laughs> cool. And then you just kind of choke down the whole thing. <laughs> That's correct. You can take a bite out of it, but it's not pleasant. So you just try to choke the thing down like a goose. As soon as you hit the tarmac. As soon as I hit the tarmac, I say, uh, I say, get ready, Petunia. That's my dog. And I, uh, the pot cake, I flick up, I pull, I pull a ball out and she always thinks it's a ball she's going to play with, but that's always in my other pocket. And I, I, I toss it in the air and I catch it in my mouth and I just I swallow I you can't I'm, for the I'm, listener I'm, big goose wings yeah big goose wings and just really trying to just working it back uh, to yeah to to try and like uh, uh, move my neck in a way that's gonna force the the ball down um, and I don't leave the the cockpit until that has that's finished <laughs> then you can finally play ball with your dog <laughs> then it's ball time. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just a, it's anybody's guess who's gonna run out of that energy first. And then and then you throw that ball up in the air, and Petunia chokes it down in her mouth. <laughs> That's right. That's Goose right. Style. Goose, Goose style. Goose style. I sh- I don't know why I didn't name her Goose. It makes all the it's all there. I should have named her Goose, but I mean, you can't. Top Gun, you must love as a pilot. Huge. Oh, yeah. yeah, really. Again, changed the industry. Right. It changed the industry, and then flight changed it back. <laughs> so if you were living in the Top Gun years for a long time. It was a golden age. Yes, a lot of volleyball. Uh huh. A lot of volleyball. Yeah, you can't do that uh, anymore. Mm-mm, nope. Nope. Not since Flight, when there was that scene where everyone got hurt in a volleyball game. Yeah, Denzel Washington cost it all because he kept spiking the ball so hard because yeah. he was so so wrung out on speed balls. Yeah. Yeah. But it does sound like Flight was accurate. Highly accurate, incredibly. Anybody can fly a plane upside down. That's that's what they don't tell you. Mm. They fly better upside down. <laughs> then why do you fly them right side up? It's the way the seats are designed. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have passengers in your plane when you fly? Well, uh-huh. not anymore because my coworkers have been murdered. Mm. Right. You used to just yeah. drive your coworkers around. You br- uh, you were the one who brought them to the airport at the beginning of the day. <laughs> Yes, I dropped them off. I left, came back, and they're dead. And 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 imagine discovering that after having gobbled down a speedball. Oh yes! Yeah. Wow. So this thing's just kicking in, and you're finding all your coworkers. Yeah, and for a second, I thought I did it. <laughs> but that you quickly debunked that. I quickly came to my senses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you you're basically just like a taxi for everyone at the airport. 
yes, I. Uh, You're like the school I, bus driver. I travel. I carry the first responders. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. Mm. yeah, we're a team. We're a crack first responding team, and I and we have to reach the parts of the country that no one else can reach. That's why my plane has pontoons. Oh, so you're like up north in your in your little plane. We're federal. We're across the country, but you wow. have to be ready for everything. I mean, you might have to refuel depending on how far you're going in this There's lots great of nation fueling. of ours. Yeah, lots of stops. Most of my day is stopping to refuel. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you got those him. pontoons. Exactly. Oh yeah, did those exactly. fill with gas? Uh, <laughs> not not conventionally. But you but rigged your plane. Every uh possible uh, uh cavity in the plane is jam-packed <laughs> with gasoline. So you're really <laughs> not hoping for a rough landing. God no. God, it's hard to get off the ground too cuz we're so we're so laden with gas. Maximum so fuel, maximum weight as well. Yes, absolutely. So you're a first responder. What are what are you like called out to do? Uh, usually forest fires. Uh, you dump gas on them. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant explosion waiting to happen. Well, it's not unlike your sunburn theory. If you uh, can't, you know, if you get a sunburn, a second sunburn won't do anything. Well, more, have you ever, like, think about putting out a fire with more fire. Mm, fighting mm. fire with fire in a way. There you go. Kind of. I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not so much metaphorically. I'm halfway there. Yeah. Getting there. Um, we, uh, you know, sometimes it's fires. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's boating accidents, mm. uh, a shipwreck, choke, a shipwreck the occasional, mm. if it's a Hudson Bay, there's, there's usually a shipwreck. Um, they don't tell you about those cause they don't want to encourage more shipwrecks in Hudson's Bay. But a lot of ships are wrecking in Hudson's Bay. On, between you and me every day. And every their, day. their theory that is if they start telling people, everyone's going to want to try it. <laughs> yeah. Because you have a lot of despondent sea captains. Oh, he's like, I didn't even know that was an option. All of a sudden, they, they start. They want to, the yeah. They, it's like the easiest way. Industry secret is the easiest way to make to collect on your insurance is to not leave behind any kind of trace of your boat, which mm. requires a shipwreck. So, they wreck their ships in Hudson's Bay and go down with the ship. Yeah. No, I'll um, go down with because, it. No, you've got time yeah, yeah. to get off. We're all off. No, no, I'll go down. <laughs> no, they're they're despondent. So, <laughs> so you carry around like you bring the airport crew to work, and then you go on these like first responder calls, and then you come back at the end of the day to pick up the airport crew. <laughs> yes, our base is inconveniently uh, far away from the airport. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're in the city. We're in the ci- we're in we're in a suburb. And, um, and Whereabouts so for our, our Canadian listeners, uh, that's Peel region. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Okay. We know that place. Yeah. 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 And Peel region is on a lake. So everybody gets up. We meet, oh. we meet by, uh, lakeshore and I, uh, I pick them up on the pontoon plane, head off to work. Right. Which is the airport first and then all over the country and then back to the airport and then back to Peel. <laughs> Wherever the country needs us. <laughs> Wherever the country needs us. The crew, anywhere. The crew comes anywhere. with you? <laughs> well, what? it's kind of a... It's, well, obviously not, because I, I landed by myself. So mm, it's... it's true. 
we we try we try to be pragmatic you know not everybody gets in the plane if they don't have to because of the fuel and so <laughs> yeah. uh it's so it's kind of like a crack team who's needed for what job and this right, was a right? solo job for you you said solo i don't need anyone job. else i just need my dog and my gas that's it yes that's it what was the job of this day Someone had run out of gas. Yeah, the boat had the a boat had run out of gas, stranded in the middle of Scugog Lake. I landed oh. and uh, siphoned uh, uh, siphoned some gas uh, using you know suction in a tube. I, I sucked mm-hmm. gas out of uh, the left pontoon of my vehicle. So and, it tipped to the side. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Quickly yes, capsize. Yes. <laughs> That's why I have a dog, in case. I feed my dog a lot so that she can uh, counterbalance any uh, any uh, difference in weight. Oh, smart. Mm, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, during flight, she'll ride on the pontoon? Yes. <laughs> yes. She loves it. She loves it. All that wind. Just yeah. think of it. All that wind. All That's those true. smells. Yeah. Wow. Oh, she can't stop. She loves smelling high altitudes. Because the oxygen is thinner, it confuses her. <laughs> She's on a speedball of her own. It is, in a way, a canine speedball. Yeah, traveling. They can't understand it. It's like uh, the last 20 minutes of 2001 for uh, for her. <laughs> She's like, what am I smelling? I don't understand. But it has to be good. It has to be <laughs> Everyone good. says it's good. I guess it's good. It's long. I sat hey, through the rest long. of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have movie nights, or had, I guess I should say, because everyone's been murdered. But we would have, the, the, the team and I would have movie nights. That's when I saw 2001. Mm. Uh, Brian, Brian brought 2001 in. And what's his specialty? His specialty is explosions. <laughs> so, like, if someone Prevention is Prevention or cause? Yeah. <laughs> He's a full sapper. Uh, he can... He can both cause and uh, prevent an explosion. So it's it's whatever you need him for. Do right. you need him to Offense or defense? Yeah, he's there. He's ready. He's your man. Uh, and also um, uh, the after effects of an explosion. Brian's also your guy. He'll know uh, he'll know what to do in the blast radius. What to do if you're caught in the blast radius? Well, in the you know, if you've been caught in the blast radius, or if there's been any kind of radius where there's been a blast, send Brian in there. He'll clean things up. He'll try and make the best of it. Okay, so let's let's talk about you finding them then. So you oh, land boy. your plane after you've helped this boat get some gas. Yeah, so you- flight back from Skugog to uh, to the uh, Aurelia uh, Memorial Ooh. Airport. Um, <laughs> yeah, Aurelia, I'm, rest in peace. R.I.P. to Aurelia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god i miss aurelia <laughs> yeah yeah me too all, all of us do we vote we you know we we proposed the name actually oh after, yeah wow. brian nice. did especially because he was near the blast radius <laughs> aurelia was decimated, <laughs> decimated. So the only thing left is this <laughs> little airport in the middle of like scorched earth <laughs> yeah yeah and we thought, you know, we were all like, well, I mean, we survived this. We're going to live forever. And little did we know. Uh, so I land uh, on the water uh, uh, outside the uh, the airport. So that's that's what? Kuchiching or Simcoe? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah, it both. It's we're right where they meet. Oh. It's where Kutushin meets Simcoe. Yeah. Um, there's a lock there, and so sometimes you have to wait to get uh, brought up and down to the right level, you know? Yeah, in your plane. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no other way to go up and down in a plane. <laughs> that's that's true yeah that's a good point i guess i could have just aimed for the right level i've honestly never thought about doing that flying a plane's hard it's well not actually it's not really that hard you can can do whatever you want with it right so Uh, so you land in the water in the lock land in the water Kind of put my hand in my pocket. Petunia perks her ears up, and I'm like, "Oh, I've got something in my pocket. It's my speedball!" And I throw it in the air and just force it down, and uh, and then uh, pull out Petunia's ball, uh, throw that as far as I can right out of the cockpit. Just take the top off, and I just fling it, and she just goes. She jumps right out, and and she's gone. She's looking for that for that ball. And I get out, stretch my legs. Um, Sorry, and... so you you're close enough to the land that you can just kind of walk off the plane. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I've uh, I've tied it up uh, at the dock. You know, the uh, the the dock beside the lock. Okay. I've, uh, the lock yeah. dock. dock. The lock dock. And uh, uh, I get out. I'm you know, and I just stroll back as I as I do. Um, I have a when things go well, I have a victory walk, and when things go badly, I have a really dramatic walk. A really dramatic walk. Yeah. Now, it's slow. It's really slow. Is, is that like, like the, the head down Charlie, Charlie Brown? Brown? Like head yeah. down, but not as low as Charlie Brown. Oh, just okay. kind of like a tilted, like down. I would say I'm going to say 30 degrees, um, uh, just to uh, just to uh, present. Uh, considering what might have been, what I could have done. But at this point, it sounds like you, you should have been using your victory walk as things were good right now. It was great. Everything was great. So I was doing a bit of a victory walk, which is a lot of double guns. Um, to uh, no and... one in the decimated wasteland of Aurelia. <laughs> That's right. To the memorial wall. A lot of double guns. Hey, looking hey. good. <laughs> looking good. Percival M. Smith. I pick Each a different time you one. Read yeah. out one of the names. Yeah, That's nice but only on the only on the victory walk, um, and uh, uh, and then got to uh, HQ, uh, the first responders, um, uh, you know, base. Uh, it's got a fire pole. It's got a it's got a ham Ooh. radio. Um, uh, it's got an emergency vehicle, but we only take that to the plane <laughs> if we're in a hurry. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and I, I get in and, uh, I usually say, who, hey, guess who, hey, get, get ready. You usually haven't figured it out. (laughs) That's right. I'm working out. You know, I always, like, I'm always, uh, I always think that I've got it by the time, like, it's just going to come out, but I usually, but I, I never spend the time of my victory walk thinking of what I'm going to say. I always wait till I'm in the moment. No. Whereas, if, I've, if I'm doing the drama, the serious walk, I've got lots of time to figure out what I'm going right. to say. But never enough when I walk in. So I said, oh, <laughs> uh, 
look who guys did a th- I did it again, everybody. And uh, and waited for, you know, some validation. And none came. So I opened my eyes at last. Uh, <laughs> the speed is kicking in at this point. Correct. Yes. Um, everything was too bright. Uh, <laughs> everything's always too bright. Uh, I... Uh, I opened my eyes and I found my team um, uh, dead in various uh, positions and places in the uh, in the workspace. Various positions and places. Yes, correct. Yes. Well, I mean, one of them was seated in a seated position right. because they mm-hmm. were at sitting at the ham radio, still with a, an expression of of attentive listening on their face. Oh, maybe like a hand cup to their ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, whereas uh, Jess was uh, uh, just curled up in a tiny ball. Or like a Pompeii victim. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. You you know your history. Uh, and, and sorry, what uh, was Jess's specialty? Oh, Jess's specialty uh, was... Um, uh, uh, therapy was uh, post-traumatic <laughs> therapy. Oh wow! Okay, so she'd okay, come well, in after good. all yeah, these incidents. After yeah. just like, hey, are you okay? Hey, you I know your boat ran out of gas. Yeah, I have resources. Well, this is why you didn't need her on that trip. Maybe you know, <laughs> it's a boat running out of gas is not that traumatic. Perhaps she pled with me to come. Uh, she pled. Uh-huh. She begged me to come, and I was like, Jess, I've got this and you said the back seats are filled with gas we can't fit you in i had loaded tubs of gas into the back seats right just open sloshing <laughs> tubs of gas it's just a bunch of little rubber maids yeah, exactly yeah you yeah that's exactly well, right gas yeah. gotta get there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's well to me everyone being in their positions Something suggests to me perhaps that they've been placed there, unless there was some kind of sudden death that would cause them all to be in their wow. various positions. Yeah, do they I... did they have wounds? Uh yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of wounds. Like uh it looks like um like a like a good thrashing, like like I would say uh like throwing a you know, throwing a peach at a fan, you know, like, uh, like there were, they were just, they were just thrashed open. I want to say just like something Whoa. wild got at them. It was oh. macabre. Yeah. It was, uh, it was nasty. It was really nasty. That sounds so that, like a, a wild animal almost. Yeah. Which is again, I feel like why it, they were placed back in these positions because you, you think they'd be running or something, right? If this is an animal. Yeah. But what animal has the sense to do that afterwards? Unless the an- the animal was working for someone else. Well, the most dangerous uh, game, uh, if I remember right, Nazi, uh, something like a smart bear. Uh, yeah, I. That's uh, right. Too smart a bear. I wasn't available for that movie night, but that was Jess's movie. She brought the most dangerous game. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, we a could smart tell bear. The end. It's a big smart bear. Wow, a big smart bear. <laughs> I begged. Just as Jess had begged me to come with me to Lake Scugog to help that man with the with the boat that was not did not he didn't he didn't fuel his boat up early enough. <laughs> I I begged 
I begged God to have to let Jess be there with me when I found Jess mm. and the others dead, mm-hmm. thrashed, just thrashed. Like the way you picture like a guy thrashing on a guitar. These people were thrashed like that. Strummed thoroughly. Yeah. In a way, like if I say a bear claw picked mm. each one of them up and 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 uh you know, played Enter Sandman. Power chords. Yeah. That's, you know, I've that's got blisters on me fingers. Did, mm-hmm. did any of them look like there were kind of trails of blood? Like the person who was sitting maybe after the thrashing had managed mm-hmm. to like get to the ham radio before finally passing away? Absolutely. Now that you th- mention that, yeah. It was a bit like a family circus uh, comic uh, with the dotted lines of wherever all the kids went. In oh, the yeah. Right. Yeah, the, the same with... Uh, trails of blood and some entrails um, uh, of just so you could see exactly where each one had gone, except sometimes the lines cross so many times that you can't really tell uh, who went where. Wow. Could you yeah. get a sense of where all of this had taken place in the building? Uh, there's a central um, command center. Uh, a really like... It's tricked out. It's like I said. There's a radio, and uh, <laughs> uh, there, there. That's where the team was, and um, it, it, it looked like something serious had been going on because because the trails all start at a different station in mm. the room, and mm. then, um, judging from the blood trails, it feels like some sort of chaotic movement starts. Trails everywhere. Spire one's in a full spiral. Somebody, oh, someone's just running in circles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, and they wound up in in uh, clearly in different places. Then mm-hmm. then there's a pooling of blood. There's a pooling of blood uh, mm. in, in certain areas, and then trails again into their final resting places. Mm. Oh, maybe Steve. Your placing theory is not so bad after that pool and then a final resting place. Yes. What we're going to do is take a quick break. Okay. Uh, Steve, you can go into this nice music bed feeling pretty good about your theory. Yeah, I'm going to fall asleep in this music bed. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. I can't possibly fall asleep right now or for the next, I want to say, 19 hours. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, hopefully we can figure out what happened to all of your coworkers. Thank you. <laughs> and we are back on Kill to Death. Steve, I saw you raise that drink and I saw you put it right back down. This is awesome. I'm still here <laughs> with Steve. Imagine finding your rhythm after 290 whatever episodes. <laughs> I saw I saw you raise it up and then like in like a state of panic put it back down. It's now my instinct to uh get scared that I might be introduced at any moment. Uh yeah, it's going to happen it's going to happen soon. <laughs> and we are still also here with Big Mingus. Uh Hey, Dick- hey. Uh, hello. Uh, you yeah. are a uh, a bush plane pilot. That's correct. Yep. You. But live... I'll go anywhere. But I'll go, go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, bush planes. You know. Yeah, misnomer. 
I live, sorry, yes, live uh, in Peel region. Um, yes. But you work, are based out of, I guess, your HQ is in Aurelia. Is in what was Aurelia. What was Aurelia before the incident. Yep. You fly there uh, every morning to drop off your team. Uh, you're a team <laughs> yeah. of first responders. Yep. Uh, so, and then you take whatever first responders might be needed for any given call with you out on your various missions across the country for the day. Yeah. Uh, you'll come back at the end of the day, fly everyone back to the Peel region where you all live. And everyone you know what the disembark. beauty was? You know what the beauty was? I got to choose. I got to pick who came with me. Oh, I wow. Went, the true yeah. captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the, because it was my plane. I'm the captain. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I get to say who comes on the plane. I wasn't the leader of the group. But I got to choose who came on the trip. Who was the leader of the group? Uh, that would have been uh, Teresa. Teresa. What was Teresa's job? Or was she just leader? Like how that one guy in the A team was just leader. Yeah. Nobody ever saw her. Um, uh, oh. But uh, until until today. Um, oh, so did you even recognize her? <laughs> you know, I guess I'm guessing that was Teresa. <laughs> um, but, you know, like her name body. Tag or something? Her body on the floor matches how I remember her silhouette. She would stand uh, behind a mm. scrim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we would see her silhouette point at things and point at us and really make a show out of using her hands when she spoke right, to Right, she us. was kind of like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> a little bit, yes. <laughs> and the, that like medical curtain was just in front of you guys the whole time? So she was yeah, back we- there. No one just wanted to go back. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's her yeah. office. Yeah, you know, if we tried, we could have seen what she looked like. But you know, we want to respect. You know, she's the leader. So, what was so I, distinct about the silhouette? Uh, broad shoulders, broad, broad, broad shoulders. Yeah, like almost like a upside down pyramid look uh, in terms of like the shoulders, her head, and then some very wide shoulders, and uh, what looked like a. Um, militaristic style jacket around on uh because you could kind of get the Ooh. sense the silhouette slight silhouettes of epaulets right mm. you could hear jangles of metal that's it yep lots of jangles yeah. yeah and i guess you could tell that the trail might have led right behind her special little area <laughs> yes yes that's right yeah there was yes uh led out but then right back uh, out. again pulled back out uh she mm-hmm. was not behind the scrim um you know, not that I dared look, because I, even in death, I did not look behind. I still have not looked behind that scrim. Oh, interesting. Out of respect. <laughs> so who knows what's back there? That could be the no clue to this whole there thing. There could be another radio. <laughs> it could be. Yes, it could be. I mean, I guess the, I would I, I, I would forgive the, the leader, uh, for Teresa, for having another radio. It does feel like a small betrayal, hiding a, a radio from the rest of us. But she's a leader, you know. So she's the one who gets the calls and then will point as a shadow to <laughs> to just you guys, but you're the one who gets to choose who goes on the mission. Yes. Yes. She can suggest. She can make <laughs> suggestions. But the final decision is mine. Right. <laughs> so you find them dead. You find them found thrashed. Them. Yeah, thrashed. Just somebody went to town on them. So what, what do you do next? Uh, the next couple of hours are a blur. Uh, yeah, but I, that's probably the speed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Petunia comes bounding in at the worst possible time and can't stop sniffing everything. So I'm like, ah, oh, Petunia, get away from the bodies. And uh, and I'm trying, like, through my grief, through my shock and my grief, just trying to take control of my dog, but she keeps sticking her face right into the cavities of mm. my friends and coworkers. And, uh, and so it's a lot of just luring her with treats. And eventually I had to use some of my coworkers as a treat to lure her away out of uh, HQ. Right, so both you and her are covered in blood at this point. Yes, absolutely covered. I've touched everything, and <laughs> so, so has she. And uh, she rolled in it because she wanted. She was interested in the smell, right? So she's yeah. completely just caked in blood. She look, doesn't look like a dog anymore. She looks like a nightmare. Um, and so I finally get her out of there, and I I get into the plane... And I fly to my neighbors, and I ask them if they can look after Petunia for a couple of hours. Um, and, and, and But again, I'm sure both of you were quite the sight for your neighbors at that point. I'm sure you're pretty frantic due to the stress and the speed. <laughs> I feel like this is a scary experience for them. And I, I, I just said, uh, uh, oh, uh, hey, Matt, I have no time to explain. Would you look after my dog for a sec? <laughs> and you handed him a nightmare. <laughs> and, and he was like, that's a dog? And I just pushed Petunia in the door and closed it. She's never met him before. And I, uh, I just Run ran. Run back to your plane. <laughs> ran back to the plane, which I landed on the street. Just skidded. Sparks dangerously close to the plane. And the gas yeah. inside the pontoons. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly gas at this point. It's mostly gas. I'm gonna say it's it's fifty one percent gas, and <laughs> uh, and then I I turn it on and I start running behind it, pushing it as fast as I can, and then I jump in and take off because it needs the momentum because it doesn't have wheels. Oh. oh, that is the sound of an incoming Skype call. Let me click hello. Hello? Oh, thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for having me. And in honor of our dearly fallen brothers and sisters of Aurelia today. Um, is this? Wait, how is many? This... Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was a memorial service for the people of Aurelia. Uh, it is, is a memorial service in a way. Oh, all right. I, There's only two in attendance. I know this voice. I is that? Are you? Is this the mayor of Aurelia? Former mayor of Aurelia. Yes, thank you. A mayor thank of former you. Aurelia. You mean? <laughs> former mayor of former Aurelia. I'm no <laughs> longer the mayor. I oh ta- no! You got voted out after it was already blown up. <laughs> yeah. Who's the, the current election mayor of was former the Aurelia? Same day. Well, that's the problem. They had count. They had counted the votes, and the person who had won was one of the victims. So he technically was our last mayor. Right? May he rest in peace, Douglas Are you Rink. The remaining citizen. I moved. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's a constitutional crisis. <laughs> that place is a. That place is a hellscape. 
Mr. Mayor, I, Mr. Former, Mr. Former Mayor. Thank I, you. I, I'm glad to see you. Uh, this is the leadership that we need right now. Well, well, I mean, I'm still looking for work if any new towns need a mayor. But for now, I at least think we should honor the uh, the fallen people of Aurelia. Yeah, and right. I, right now, you're a freelance mayor. For now, but I was, I was, uh, I was trying to put together a big memorial service. I thought would be really good to 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 showcase what I could do for a small town, what what the people of a town mean to me. Mm. It's so, just uh, that, Mr. Mayor, I think part of the reason that the sheen came off of you is that you just yeah. kept doing memorial services. It started uh, to feel cheap. Mm, yeah, this is my. Uh, I did one for each person who passed, so. This one is getting up there. We're in the thousands. Oh, who's this, this one point. for? Well, it was supposed to be for uh, Margaret uh, Chang. Uh, mm. Beautiful soul. One of our many beautiful souls. I have my notes here. She was a florist. And I was going to talk about that. I was going to talk about how, like a flower, we yeah. all die and we all are reborn. And Anyways, that's not important if that's not what this is. Did you have any entertainment lined up for it? For the memorial service, yeah, of course. Yeah, who's opening? <laughs> the Arkells are playing. <laughs> okay, okay, well, that's pretty good. You know, okay, uh, this I one was going to be a big one. one. Yeah. Well, I should. I'll still try and do it. I thought it was this link. I opened the wrong link. I think. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Does that mean the Arkells are sitting in some other? Uh, I think they're in a Zoom window. waiting room somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get introduced. But that's all right. I can help you fellas first. Yeah, we're we're actually trying to solve some deaths that occurred in Aurelia. Listen, I'd heard this. I got a memo because uh, <clears throat> I have, uh, what is this, 12 new memorials that I have to do, I've been told. Mm. That's and right. I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. rare for you to get new memorials. You're just working yes, through all the I've ones from Election Day. The, I, I go to your base normally. I check the side of mm-hmm. the building. On the wall. And then uh, I'll jot down the name. And then I'll go maybe check their fa- their old Facebook page, find out a couple facts, maybe talk to some family members from another city. See, and, see what uh, metaphors you can pull from their profession. Yeah, yeah. That's some a are harder job. than others. That's a full time job. You know, that's you might be the hardest working mayor in the country. Oh, stop it! Well, uh, t- tell that to the towns who need a mayor. Yeah, you're at Please. least the hardest working former mayor in the country. That thank you definitely. Pass my name along if you guys know any towns. Put in a good word, because I'm looking. It's all about word of mouth. That's how you get a mayorship. Well, um, you know, I see a lot of towns, so I'll, you know, if I don't know if my job continues, it feels like a full time. It feels like it's too much of a burden for me to to carry the whole team like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just the captain. Um, Did you guys see Mayor of East Town? Oh, um, I watched that for research. Very unhelpful. Yeah, no, that's I, not not mayor in the sense I think you're thinking. I skipped well, to the I second last now. episode, and I didn't understand what was going on. I watched the whole thing, waiting for a mayor to show up and save the day. I assumed, um, didn't but it was a horse, right? Yes, it was a small horse who solved the crime in a town, and it was compelling as hell. But it wasn't helpful for me. Well, speaking well, of solving crimes, we've got another one on our hands right now. So you got you got the memo this about is a the twelve. Crime? Well, yeah, thrashing's oh. very bad. Yeah, it was. Well, a th- I knew, 
There's been a thrashing at, at my place of work. I'm the last surviving uh, member of uh, the former city of Aurelia's uh, national first responders team. <laughs> a thrashing like the Arkells on their guitars? Exactly. Like that. Only Good instead of Lord. guitars, my friends and coworkers. Mm-hmm. Terrible, troubling stuff. Uh, yeah. And this wasn't an explosion because we know what happened with that. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, we were. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. okay. Well, that one. Okay. So it's not that. we. Can Unless that there was out. a series of small expo- explosions that happened in front of each of my friends and coworkers <laughs> that mm-hmm. thrashed them open simultaneously. A small and, and then dragged them into other positions. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yes. Now, listen, maybe it's because I'm such a movie buff, but my first inclination is a big, smart bear. Have we ruled this mm. out? No. We haven't we have ruled it. out a big smart bear. Oh, all right. In fact, we have we've kind of danced around accusing a big smart bear. Does anyone has anyone started a list of suspect cuz I'm going to do that right now. I'm kind of I a think, list guy. Let's go. Pros and cons. Pro, it could have been a big smart bear. Big smart bear yeah. is honestly I think our strongest lead right now. Con, Con what if it wasn't? What if it oh, wasn't? Boy. And, oh, and, boy. and that's then we're a back at square one. Red herring. <laughs> Right, so that's that's good. We'll start with that. <laughs> that those are the pros and cons of thinking of a big smart bear as the suspect number one. Oh, we lost you for a second, but I can only assume you were talking about my list. I was good because I've got it down here. You'll have to. If there's anyone back. else you want to add to it, I no. you know I, I feel like I want to spitball, but I don't even know where to begin. I, I you know we could we could say other other uh, animals. I don't know if that would be helpful. Yeah, that's number two. Like, other animals, other like animals. Bro. Yeah, many that's many a pro. dumb animals, like many regular animals mm. of regular intelligence. Perhaps a team of wolverines or uh, working together. Yeah, well, yeah, mm-hmm. a pack, pack, a pack, uh, you know, pack animals uh, mm-hmm. that, that just ran in and ravaged the place, and you know, maybe in their feeding frenzy, dragged mm-hmm. these bodies around. Sharks, sharks, okay. con, pretty scary. Yeah, yeah that's a con. Pretty I don't want to think about that. No, I, scary I stuff. I don't like picturing that at all. I shudder at the thought. Here's one more. Here, I got another one. Could be that each of these coworkers of mine, uh, Matt. Teresa, Jess, Brian, the rest. I didn't know the rest as well. I named my favorites. Uh, they... Oh, you named them? You didn't know their actual names? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that was the first thing <laughs> Teresa said when she summoned the team. She said, rule number one, nobody knows anybody's name. Reservoir don't, Dogs rule. Don't mm, get personal. Smart. Don't Pro. find out anything about anybody. And so we were like, okay, no problem. But eventually we were like... Why don't we just give each other some names? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then we would and then we would give each other like then we would make some things up about ourselves uh, to uh, so that because we didn't want to get we didn't want to wanted to respect Teresa but we also kind of felt lonely and, and and you know isolated so we wanted to get to know each other anyway so we made up a bunch of fake facts so what I know of mm-hmm. Brian mm-hmm. is completely false he says he loved. 2001 a space odyssey but for all i know he'd never seen it before wow to lie about seeing a movie that's a con for me yeah but if you knew he was a guy who saw 2001 you could pin him you can't let people know personal facts about your life exactly Mm -hmm. so 
Suppose each one of us had a nemesis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> each one of those nemeses turned up on the exact same day and completely thrashed their enemy. <laughs> now this would only work if it if. Uh, okay. Well, pros and cons. You okay? Yep. Pro. Uh, pro is. Um, well, the pro is you're still alive. Actually, you, you don't, have, don't a have an enemy. That's nice. Uh, yeah, unless mine Bro. got there and was just like, "What do I do? Mine isn't here. What do I? What do I? I guess I'll just drag oh. these bodies around and Ooh. put them in other positions." Oh. Although, when I did land on Scugog Lake and find that fellow in the middle of the lake with his boat out of gas, he was yes. standing there with his arms crossed mm-hmm. and a knowing smile, saying, "Well, well, well." He now lured you away. He, he lured- knew this wasn't a job for the whole team. He knew you'd have to leave the rest of this team behind. <gasps> he kept a saying things like of the nemesis. Oh, how inconvenient! You're not back at HQ, and I kept saying, "No, not inconvenient at all. I'm here <laughs> to fill your tank. Here you go." <laughs> He's like, "Thanks a lot, not for the gas." And I was like, "I don't know what that means. Have a great day, sir." Had you ever seen this man before? Uh, several times, yeah. Yeah, did, did he seem real fed up with you those other times? Same, like, same just glare in his eyes, standing from the corner with his arms crossed, going, huh, isn't that typical? Things like that. <laughs> I think you might have a nemesis. I think, I think this might be your nemesis, and his way of exacting revenge was having your entire team murdered. Oh, oh so it wasn't everyone with their own nemeses. Oh, that's possible, too. Perhaps they were all in on it together. But everyone else got their revenge, and he's playing the long game. A psychological revenge. Well, it's in many ways, it's a it's a fate worse than death to know that your friends and co-workers have been killed. Mm-hmm. Not that I knew them, but I knew <laughs> some versions of them. Right. right. This is going to be tough for my memorials. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Not only do I not know names, I don't know. It, your facts aren't even reliable. You're right. I might have to invent the whole day. You know what? I'm going to give the Arkells an extra five minutes on these. That's a good Less call. Less talking for me. Yeah. Sure would be a shame if your co-workers were murdered by the time you got back. That was one of the things he said to me when he asked me uh, if I needed a damn. drink of lemonade for the road or anything, or the sky as it were. And I was like, "That's no, that's nonsense. We're a skill. We're first responders. Nothing happens like that to us." So I think it's safe to say that it was unknown nemeses of these unknown people who did this crime. Good so Lord. I'm going to go ahead and cross out the big smart bear for now, and other animals, and the other pack animals working together. Team so of wolverines. I think, I think those are gone for now. What's what's uh, what's our, what what really just like just gets at me is is that you think you know someone even though you're told not to know them at all but you create a persona for them mm-hmm. to make yourself feel better and they share uh, they elaborate on it and embellish it and create a full three dimensional human being that you can know and like and fall in love with and and and. And then, and then you find out that they have enemies. Hmm. 
it it could shatter your whole being. Yeah, I feel shattered right now. Yeah. Well, imagine me losing my whole town. I'm not here to one up you. I'm just saying I get it. <laughs> that sounds oh, like no, a, no. Yeah, sounds like you were. Okay, well, well yeah. I, I mean, I everybody loses something. Yeah. Town, I, but, but. Can you just do you do this to other people who have lost? Like, if you know somebody who's like, like lost <laughs> Any a, a one of loved these memorial one, services, <laughs> and you're like, well, well I mean, imagine yeah. how I feel. I lost a whole town. Think yeah. About how most people of, try and say they I they like to give a eulogy because oh they're the daughter of the person who died or something, and I go oh one person. Yeah, I lost a whole town. It doesn't normally go over well. I heard you did that at your mother's own funeral. Well, I lost a whole town. <laughs> <laughs> so really, in perspective, what is what are these killings? What was it, 12 oh, yeah. people? 12. It's uh... Just names on a wall at this point for me. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, perspective's everything. I guess it's going to be more to me since I... I quasi knew them, um, but uh, mm. but no, you didn't know them at all. I mean, you must have if you didn't hire Teresa, though. Who did? I mean, who was you this got, woman? You're an institution. You've been around long before I was mayor. Oh boy, you you're guys right. have been. You were around since this. the days before Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a good. I've point. only been mayor for the last four years. We have been around for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, I, uh, it, uh, an interesting thing about Teresa is I also I never saw her enter or leave the building. Not as not as a silhouette or a shadow. It's all, oh yeah, as you didn't fly know. her to work. No, no, never. She didn't never like, bring the cloth her. onto the plane. <laughs> no, we were. <laughs> no, we would all come in together, and the first thing we would hear is "Welcome, agents," <laughs> and we'd well, say "Hi, Teresa." And I mean, she'd get, yeah, I. I'm sorry that that you lost your friends, but the mayor lost a whole town, and You're for right. me that kind of wow. puts things into perspective. Um, I'm just glad I could help. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. This yeah. doesn't really matter because a lot more people have died other times. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you've kind of put things in perspective for me. I guess I can. Uh, I guess I can shower. Take a shower now. I can change my clothes. You could have taken a shower before i just yes i know but i was still in a state you mm-hmm. know i'm coming down from it now you know like i think i'm ready to move on hose my dog down i guess once i pick her up back again from matt how many days has it been uh it's been six days and i do not remember them <laughs> well i gotta go i gotta get in the proper link Margaret's family. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Arkells. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck. Um, so long, yeah, Mr. Mayor. It's oh, been a pleasure. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, for the title yeah. of the episode, what is your name? Well, my name is um, Pink. Pink. I can't. Mayor say Pink. It. <laughs> no. That was the I other rule of Aurelia is that no mayor, no one could know a mayor's name. All the mayors we were just colors. colors. Yeah. Unknown mm-hmm. mayor. All right, goodbye. So, you know, Mayor Brown. That was a now Mayor Brown. What? That was a mayor. Oh, please. That man was a loose cannon. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I want to thank uh Zach Aaron for our our beautiful theme song. I want to thank Brady Schumer for our gorgeous art. 
If you mm. want to have a gas online, you can follow Killed to Death Podcast on Instagram mm-hmm. or KTD Pod on Twitter. And if you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email us, Killed to Death Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's, I think, all I need to say. Uh, in terms of you, Dick, uh, what, yeah. what would you like people to check out? Uh, you know what podcast I'm listening to on my commute? Uh, I, I've got a... <clears throat> I've got Wi-Fi on my bush plane. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, I've i been listening to this new podcast called The Dubious Book of Famous Deeds. It's a history podcast uh, based on um, unreliable and mostly incorrect uh, stories about so-called famous men and famous deeds taken from uh, a book that was published in 1889. Uh, it's mostly wrong. It's very obscure, but it's also pretty funny. It is. It is a great premise for a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was it? You know. Was it actually yeah. found in Did an alleyway? Actually... It yeah. was. It was just picked up in an alleyway. That's uh, great. Yeah. Uh, with the thought that it'll look cool uh, in the house. And does it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it looks cool, but but you know, it got stuck in the bookshelf upstairs and nobody ever saw it. So, once the pandemic started, it was found again in the bookcase and then finally opened and read. Some of it uh, at least. Look at you. And now it's a podcast. And you can check that out wherever you get podcasts or on the beautiful Sonar Network. Yeah, the Sonar Network with a network of sounds. <laughs> the only one. The only one. Uh, and, uh, Steve, are you still here? Is there anything you want people to check out? Uh, I was drinking and I missed that. Uh, oh yeah. And, uh, we're still here with Steve. (laughs) 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 Uh, and I want to say, uh, to, to all of our, all of our best listeners. Yeah. This one goes out to you. Keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 